You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. The Angels are preparing to head to spring training pretty soon, just like all 30 teams. Let's catch up with Richard Justice and see what's going on with that club. I'm Allison Footer. Richard, first of all, a nice little feel-good story that we're going to start off with. Houston Street um, just recently made a huge donation to Austin RBI um, I know that you uh, were right in the midst of covering that. Uh, what do you know about that? You know, th- this is something you and I both know about from a few years back when the Astros groundskeeper, Dan Bergstrom, was the representative of Major League Groundskeepers and went to Austin, and the, and the groundskeepers installed a baseball diamond near Reagan High School. And somewhere along the way in there, Houston was at the unveiling of this diamond, and, and, and Dan Bergstrom would drive over there at 5 o'clock in the morning, work on the field, and then drive back for an Astros night game. And he said the first time he saw kids playing on that field, it brought tears to his eyes. When they opened the field, Houston was invited to, to speak. And a couple of guys he played with at the University of Texas said to him, hey, you got to meet this guy, Matt Price. He's got an amazing story to tell. He was a guy, he and a couple of college friends came to Austin. They graduated college. They were going to get in the banking industry. They are going to make millions of dollars and live the Austin, the Hill Country life. Well, Matt Price made the mistake of going out to Reagan High School. He had played college baseball uh, to help with the team and uh, fell in love with the the fact that these kids needed mentors, they needed facilities, and he started RBI Austin. That's the uh, RBI Reviving Baseball in the Inner Cities. Allison, from five years ago, from that first summer, 150 kids, they had 853 kids and 50 teams last summer. They're going to have wow. over a thousand. And those guys said, "You got to tell Houston Street, you got to get involved in this. You're going to be blown away." And Houston Street was so moved. He said he saw lives change. He saw these kids that need positive models, role models, male models. And what he did was he committed a hundred thousand a year for ten years to build a, a a big complex in East Austin for boys and girls for baseball and softball. And his dream is it's going to be much more than a million dollars, but he, that's what he can contribute is that. And, it, it you know, it tells you what's, what, it, what is the, the line about, Eleanor Roosevelt line about better to, better to light a candle than curse the darkness. And he's made lives better because of this. And uh, it is a very cool thing, and it tells you a lot about what kind of person, you know, you've met Houston Street, what kind of person he is. You know, for the background of Houston Street is, his father was one of the great Longhorn football players ever, 30-game win streak, national championship and all that. He fought, died suddenly two years ago of a heart attack. Houston still grieves. He started the foundation, Street 16, in memory of his, to preserve his dad's legacy and his memory. And through that's going to be the vehicle fundraiser for this commitment. He hopes it's much more than a million, but he knew a million was what he could commit. Yeah, he has a uh, – that was my next question. He has obviously a very um, dear spot in his heart for Austin um, right. and the area well, and the history that his family has contributed to. Yeah, he's lived there every day of his life, and it's funny. <laughs> when he met Matt Price for lunch, Matt took him to El Rancho, the Tex-Mex restaurant on South Lamar, which was where James Street took it, took the kids after Longhorn games on Saturday. <laughs> and he said, I pretty much was putty after that. And beyond that, he said, you know what? He has three brothers. He said, my mom and dad raised me uh, to encourage me in everything I did and to tell me it was good enough. And even if it wasn't good enough, my effort was good enough. He goes, I can't even imagine where my life would be 
without that kind of encouragement in my life, what my mom and dad did for me. And he said, and you see it in the faces of these kids. It's it's not even it's almost not even about baseball. It's about having people that listen to kids and let them know they care for them. And and he said, and, and one of the things Houston Street said is, when you have great diamonds, you know it's hard to it's hard to a, a baseball diamond. The reason one of the reasons it's struggled in the inner city is it's a lot of upkeep to to keep a baseball diamond presentable. And he said, I think these to have a to have a, a beautiful baseball diamond to these kids as a metaphor for how they feel about themselves. It's a little point of pride. Look how great this is that we're part of. So that's, you know, they're, I know they're a play. You know, the one thing, we, you and I know this, we see it all the time. There are players doing so many small acts of kindness and large acts and all this. And uh, Houston Street is, 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 is one of those guys that the whole game should be proud of. Absolutely. Wow, you said it well. Okay, now we have to go on to much less exciting topics, but absolutely relevant to the Angels. One of those being that our old friend, Bud Norris, has signed a minor league deal with the Angels. Um, He's going to turn 32 during spring training. He still seems to have something left to offer. Um, So this is kind of smart. I would think that a team that has so many uncertainties surrounding their pitching, um, I guess every team does, but really the Angels, of course, more than anyone, um, Bud Norris makes all kinds of sense on a low-risk, high-reward situation. Yeah, and that's one of the things I love about spring rosters. And you see it, you know, you go through the transactions, uh, invited to camp, minor league contract, invited to camp. And this just means that you had some baseball guys stand up and say, hey, I watched this guy in Atlanta last year. He, he You know, in the 10 starts he made for the Braves, I, I think he's got something – I think he can still be resurrected, you know, and and to say, well, it can't happen. You know, Bud Norris is 31 years old. He is who he is. Like, we all thought Rich Hill was washed up, too, and Rich Hill just signed a contract for $48 million. Isn't an inspiration for every player who's been told, hey, get out of here, you're done. So, you know, we know you and I know there was a time we thought he might be a, a, a upper half of a rotation or middle of the rotation big league starter. So the talent's there, and Obviously, he's been he's been humbled a little bit. You get to go. The way I look at it, you you get to go play uh, for Mike Sosha. You get to play play for the Angels, uh, and, and you know to be around guys like Garrett Richards and Matt Shoemaker, who've had some hardships themselves, and, and Jesse Chavez. Um, you know, it's a learning experience. And who knows? You never know how these things work out. You know, the, I, I'd be the last one in the world to to write off a guy who's about to turn 32 years old. You never know. Absolutely. Um, and so I, I wanted to look a little bit at the outfield, and there's really not much to dissect and pontificate on when it comes to these outfielders, except Cameron Maben, who, of course, was traded from Detroit and had a late start to last season because he was dealing with an injury that he suffered during spring training. But certainly, I mean, he played in 94 games, and he hit 315. Certainly, when he's healthy, that he can be a huge asset. So I guess that's of the, of the outfield situation. There's really only him that we'll probably be looking at and scrutinizing closely. Yeah, well, you know, they added Cameron Maven and Ben Revere as maybe right. the fourth outfielder. And what jumps out at you is, and this is the way Mike Sosha likes to play. He likes to force the action. He likes to get guys running on the bases. And so now you have uh, Cameron Maven, who has stolen bases in the past, uh, uh, started stolen 40 bases at, at an earlier point in his career. You have Mike Trout, who has stolen 49. 
and you have Ben Revere who's stolen 49. So Cal, Cole Calhoun, who's a fixture in right field, signed to an extension and all that, he he's not going anywhere. You have the best player in baseball in center field, and you have two very very talented guys. You know, a couple of years ago, Ben Revere was considered a, a top prospect. was was traded in sort of a dramatic trade um, for pitching. The Twins traded for pitching. And Cameron Maben's been a guy that everyone in baseball loves the skill set. It's just the injuries that have kept him off the field. So maybe you're going to have days when you have Trout, uh, Maben slash Revere out there. And, and given the fact that Espinosa at second can run, Simmons can run, you'll have a, a little bit. I don't think they're going to hit a – I don't think the Angels are going to hit a ton of home runs. But it's an outfield that could be a, a positive for the team. You know. Absolutely. Okay, Richard, always a fun talk with you. Thank you very much. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.